0: You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with Pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Alter Echo podcast of St. John's Lutheran Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. I am coming to you today on the very first day of June. As we transition here out of the month of May, we've celebrated Memorial Day and Pentecost, and we come into a new month, into the month of June, um, full of wonderful things like graduations and graduation parties, and um, hopefully a little more time to spend out in creation. And especially if this podcast finds you when you are oh, maybe camping or at the lake or on a vacation, then may God bless you richly with this word. And if the podcast comes to you right at home in your local area, well done for you too. (laughs) So here we go together as we dig into our scripture and our message for today. Our gospel reading is from the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 21. If you have a Bible with you, you can go ahead and pause the podcast and open up your Bible to Matthew 28, and we will read starting with verse 16. Now, this is the very, very, very last words of the Gospel of Matthew, um, the very last thing before the close of this book. So uh, we hear these as Jesus' final words to his disciples out of the Gospel of Matthew starting with verse 16. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw Jesus, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, to the end of the age. My friends, this is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, this passage is often called the Great Commission. Jesus gives to his first disciples, and then also to us, our commission, our task, our marching orders, our job to go make disciples, baptize them, teach them, and remember God's presence always. Quite a job to do, isn't it? But first things first, before you can go make disciples, you must first be a disciple. So I want to start by asking you about your own discipleship formation. Now, you might hear that and think, I'm not really so sure I am a disciple. Like, our pastors tell me that I'm a disciple, and the Bible tells me I'm a disciple, but I don't really know what quite that means or what's all included in being a disciple of Jesus. So let me just make it real simple for us. To be a disciple is to be a follower of Christ. To be a disciple is to be one who lives a life that tries, seeks, intends after the way of Jesus. So if you have aspirations to be a person of who lives their faith in daily life, if you strive to be a person who follows Jesus in the way of loving your neighbor as yourself and serving others, if you try to implement your faith beliefs into practice in your daily life, then you are absolutely and wholeheartedly a disciple. No matter how often you get it right and how often you fail, you're a disciple. So I wanna ask you first about your discipleship formation. Specifically, who in your life nurtured your faith in discipleship? Whether it was when you were young or when you are older or right now in your life or anywhere in between, Who encouraged you in your faith and in your discipleship? Who supported you? Who believed in you? Who in your life nurtured in you the spirit and the spark and the unique self whom God created you to be all along? We are all surrounded by people, hopefully, that's the idea, by people who can encourage us, who can celebrate us, who can be there to support us and pick us up when we fall, and who believe and see something in us that maybe we can't quite see in ourselves yet. We all have these people, and they are our faith mentors, our champions, our accompaniment, perhaps even baptismal sponsors. Who are those people for you? And... I want to also ask you about them. What did they do to encourage you along your path of discipleship? I'm guessing they, uh, they loved you. They saw you pretty clearly. These people might have recognized and named some strengths or some gifts in you some talents or abilities that you have that are really strong, and that they celebrated you. Those are the things that disciple makers do for others. But being a disciple might sound like kind of a hearty job, but I really enjoy that in this in these words of commission from Jesus, he makes it pretty clear that being a disciple does not mean that you have to have all the answers. Did you catch that? When the people went up the mountain as Jesus directed them, it says some worshiped and some doubted. And Jesus came and said to all of them, these words, this job, this calling in life, including the ones who were doubting. Which means Jesus was not commissioning for this task a group of fully educated, polished, sure of themselves disciples who had it all together. Jesus was commissioning a group of grieving, fearful, uncertain disciples who had their share of doubts. And you know what? None of those things disqualified them from Going out to make disciples and baptize and teach, doing the things that Jesus was asking and hoping that they would do. Which tells me for you and for me, if you have doubts, go anyway. If you're scared of this job, if it feels like too much and you're overwhelmed, do it anyway. Because you are the one and the ones together, plural, that God has chosen. So, wonder with me here, if being educated enough, smart enough, capable enough, polished enough, together enough, is not what qualified this group of ragtag regular people to do the job of making disciples that Jesus was asking them to do, what did qualify them? As far as I can see, there are two things that qualify someone to be a making disciples person of faith. Number one, Jesus saw in them, in those disciples, exactly who God created them to be, who they are, who they truly are. And Jesus knew it was exactly the right stuff for the job. And number two, Jesus promised to be with them and promised that they would have each other. These are the two things that qualify them for being makers of Jesus' disciples. And this is what qualifies us. So my friends, Jesus has called and commissioned you here today for the work of going forth to make disciples, to baptize and teach them and to remember that God is with us always. Jesus has called and commissioned you. Jesus sees you for who you really are and for who God made you to be. And Jesus celebrates the person you truly are. And Jesus is asking you to share your full, unique, true self and your true faith and your real gifts with others to encourage them to inspire them, to invite them into the life-changing work of Jesus' love, and to empower them for discipleship too. You are exactly the one that Jesus wants and needs on the disciple-making team to join the rest of the team who Jesus also wants and needs. And it is my belief, friends, that when we establish the kind of authentic relationships with others, of knowing others and being known by others, of seeing people for who they really are and valuing them instead of putting them down or telling them they need to change, when we establish this kind of authentic relationship at any point in our discipleship growth, it is then that we have the potential and the openness and the trust to learn from one another, to teach each other, here's the thing. Making disciples is sort of a cycle. First, you, disciples, were nurtured, you were supported, you were celebrated and affirmed by by people in your life. And when you experienced that and received it in truth and honesty, it opened up a bold freedom and a confidence in you to be yourself and to care deeply for others and to serve wholeheartedly, all of which are directed outward toward other people, to make disciples of others. When you encounter yourself and the light of Christ within you, when others encounter that, they are in turn empowered in their own right. They are nurtured by seeing your light shine. When other disciples see You shine as a disciple of Christ. They are supported and celebrated in their own rights and in their own faith and in their own gifts and become empowered to do the same for additional other people, making more and more and more disciples. But of course, making disciples is not a numbers game. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Meaning, if there was just one person... Made a difference for you, encouraging you to trust God, nurturing you in faith and in life, then that's enough. It made all the difference for you, did it not? And on the flip side, if there's just one person for whom you made a difference in turn, one person whose life and discipleship you impacted for good, then that's enough, and it is worth celebrating. When we share meaningful and significant discipleship with even just one other person, that brings glory to God. So as you go forth from here, go make disciples. Persist in the work of nurturing others in faith and in prayer so that we can all deepen our trust in God. And as you do, never, ever forget the last part of what Jesus has tasked us with. Remember. Remember. Jesus says, remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Friends in Christ, may the peace of God that passes our understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
0: And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button, and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.